Here we go. Uh. Bridging the gap. New energy. Oh, I'm I'm back today. <laughs> I'm feeling a okay. <laughs> so we here. Don't don't think it's a game. I'm here. I got new toys. Fire! <laughs> Let's get it popping. Yo, bridging the gap. Episode. What number we on, big dog? You know. You know I have I know no clue. idea. Ethan, that's your job. Episode 22. Deuce, deuce. 22? 22. Dang. When, when did we stop from my apartment? What October, ep- was it? What episode was that? Stop like, like 16? Wow. 15, 16? Wow. So as this grows, you guys owe me some residuals, right? Residual? From my apartment. Damn, you Dame Dash already? Yeah, it, for sure. Uh, Think about this. We t- we talking about the residual. We talking about the utilities. We talking about the snacks, beverages. Snacks. Whoa, you're yes. adding something in. I don't you know, know what you're talking about. Snacks. What? Yeah. Man, I I live downstairs. I got my own snacks. But, crazy. But, but while you were in my presence in my apartment, I took care of you guys. Man, re- I made listen. things suitable for you guys to operate. I think you overstating what you did, man. Wow. I really Ethan, do. Ethan, what like, do you think? Never mind, it doesn't count. You to say something like that. Oh so my disrespectful God. for you to Where say something like that. Where did this like guy that? get the Stephen A. Smith <laughs> joint? I'm just saying, you're tripping. Come on, man. You're talking I'm about- A little bit for real, though. Like, we needed some respect because, like, after you guys would leave, like, there was carnage left over. Listen, my man said he needs some residuals for giving us snacks. <laughs> Who? What about recording? What, we, what we're about talking about, but no, 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 no. But it's not just snacks. I said utilities. We're talking about overhead. We're talking about, like- and I had I put in with everything in terms of like going into the podcast. Hold on, hold on. You said utilities and overhead. You talking about the rent you already was going to pay? <laughs> that ain't the point. That ain't the point. I took I took a this risk is, by bringing you guys in there. This is what I have to deal with. I, I took I a risk. To I took a risk because what you because when you guys left, I always had to clean up. Man, you see, this is what happens when you try to bridge the gap. Right. This this here is is my OG. Um I got a, I got somewhat of a, a new intro for him today. We're gonna we're gonna bring that in slowly. I'm right? sure but, I'm sure it's very disrespectful to the older older guys. No, nah, man, this joint just for you. You okay. know what I'm saying? But let me just start introducing myself. Um I'm I'm the young OG. I'm uh the the host, you know. Uh, this, I don't like your facial expression, right? I'm, now, but man. I'm, but I'm still, I'm still like, I, I don't understand what young OG means. Okay, all right. So let's say um, in college, right? On your team, you might have been all of you guys are peers. Yep. Right. But in that space, for some reason, all of the guys might have galvanized around you. Y'all are going through the same things. Y'all live in the same space, but they, for some reason, always look for you for some guidance, for some things. Same age, you know what I'm saying? You don't look to anybody your age. You always looking to somebody older for some guidance, but you, same space for them. And you like, man, that's that's different. Like you told me about some things happen, your guy's calling you. Yeah, right. right. Some guidance, something, something happening to you. And on top of that, 
experience. Because the only reason they can feel that is because you experience some things that some people haven't experienced, even at a big age or older age, right? So it's more about, and you in the space, right? I'm I'm my age, whatever that age is. And I'm old to some people. To you, I'm a youngin though. But but my thing is that when you you mentioned college in that space. Well, no, I was like, just, well, I was just no, giving no, an example. But I'm giving you an example. Like even when I when I transferred, it was like the old heads told me, like, we heard that nothing goes down without you kind of knowing it or or leading it. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is like mm. you might have been a leader, but an OG? Well, that, OG is a little different than being just a leader. Well, that's just an example of saying why I'm young, but still an OG is because in this space with all my peers and my age, they're looking up to me at certain things or asking some guidance for things. And then on the flip side, if I said this a million times, anybody, I was, that, anybody that considers um, Ryan Yates as an OG, holler at me. Please. Yeah, but but look, that's a, this, this, uh, I'm a direct descendant of your tree. So that says a lot about you. So if I misguided you at any point, it's because I was misguided first. <laughs> so if I did guide you somewhere, this is the one that was the root back there. So all the salt you throwing back there, all that extra, the extra nonsense, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming back. Man, let's go. That's so disrespectful for yeah. you to let's, say something like that. Let's go because, that. you know, you guys, so us, modern technology and all this stuff, you know how to twist like things. You know what twist I'm it, I'm just saying. But I, I told you Young before. Young OG. I, I told you before, I got, you know, we got receipts for that. So too. we're creating new terminology. Here. Create. See, that's what happens when you still use AOL to communicate. <laughs> you think some things that's, that's old is new. Now, first of all, like, don't shout out to AOL because that's <laughs> what I had when I was first. First in Germany, you know, early uh, 2000s, late, you know, you know, 90s, whatever. But listen, but we've evolved. We know that not many people still use AOL and things like that. But like, don't don't throw shots at me like that. Don't that, throw shots at that, me. That, that hurts. What you talking about? I'm just. I, I, no, I asked a question. That's it. I didn't. Yeah, you, you asked the question, right? Come on, I hear you. But just to let you know, I'm ready. All right, just let Dang, you know. Load this the clip. Relax. Wow. <laughs> wow. But but for everybody out here that knows, you know, it's a lot of things. That's what happens too. That's why we here. Because a lot of times your OG don't understand that there was a long period of time you were away when you made your own path, your own space, period. And there's a whole different mantra and, and energy around you. That other people see in their experience, and now they gotta respect that, you know. And I mean, I, 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 I get yeah. what you're saying, and I res yeah. I respect certain things, but I'm just saying, like, I have an issue with people giving themselves. Oh no, I told monikers. you this. I never gave myself this. Come on. First of all, I kind of feel like you're calling me a cornball. No, no, never, never that, <laughs> no, never that. No, I'm saying no. You, you don't self-proclaim you, yourself. I would, that? I would never say you're a cornball because you're first of all. You were one of the best players to ever come through T.C. Williams High School, which I was at. And second of all, I took a lot of heat for giving you certain, you know, I earned leeway that. and certain things. But but people didn't understand that you earned that. I knew that you earned that. Yeah. The coaching staff knew that you earned that. But certain people on the outside didn't know that. And they, it's not the, any of their business. Right. You know what I'm saying? I took a lot of heat for that. But, you know, I respect you and love you like, like a son, all you know right, what I'm saying? Right. But I never you, treat you like a son. Why are you disrespecting but me now? I'm not, I'm no, I'm just questioning certain <laughs> things. That's, that's all what like, I'm saying. I'm just saying, when but, you say young OG, on. that's like me saying right now, like, cause I'm 47 years old, I'm saying like, I'm Hove. You are Hove and you the same age. 
Hove might be like a year or two older. There he is with this. Yeah. No, no, no. That's Hove like 52, 51. No, I'm, but I'm. Well, you like, you turn it. Well, by the time this come out, you'll be, yeah, Hove 51. Thanks, you know Ethan. You like, this is the first time you've ever been on time. <laughs> there he was. You know that was the first, first time accurate. ever. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, look, we, we got something for you right there, big dog. Let me find my button. <laughs> man, this cat. Look, look. Good job, E. <laughs> man, let's go ahead and do your little introduction. Yeah, Young OG. I'm, I'm, again, I'm again. O, 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 OG and all this stuff. We keep, we get, look, get it moving. This, let's, go, let's go, man. That's not self-proclaimed. And we've already discussed that. That's okay. not self-proclaimed. Okay, you're right. I don't need to give myself I just day. asked a question. Yeah. We go into this the whole diatribe of yeah. what we're gonna do. Okay. But I'm here with with the old head, OG. Today he's Jupac. You know, Jupac the Grouch. Um, that's my that's my my old head. Um, he's been my coach since high school. You guys that have been around, we 22 episodes in, you guys know. Um, but let me give him uh introduction that's more fitting and you know that that really is deserving of a guy of his stature i want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage big round of applause for jackson heights own mr randy watson yes randy watson <laughs> that boy is good mm. good and terrible <laughs> so everybody give a round of applause to my guy Coach Julian King, as you guys know him here in Dubai. What's up, OG, man? 22 episodes in. As you said, we moved from the, the apartment to the stew. This, we moved from my apartment yeah. to the studio. And then you just played one of the greatest, you just played a clip from one of the greatest movies ever. Ever. In terms of trying to like. And induce you. No, disrespect me. <laughs> but that's but that's okay. I'm, I'm okay man. with that. I'm okay with that. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna overreact or anything like that. We're gonna keep it moving and things like that. But I'm just saying, you know, you're back from the dead because last last <laughs> episode you were Mrs. Snuffleupagus. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you carry uh, this. You carry this. Uh, yeah. Ethan, can you get some tissues? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Abdullah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. But I'm saying, so I'm sitting here by myself, not a guy, not a fan of social media and things like that. But I'm like, you know what? It's a job. This is what I love to do. I have a passion for it. You know what I'm saying? My co-host, the main guy, is down under the weather a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I got this. But now you want to sit here and throw me under the bus. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. There's a cloud over my head and things like that. You want to come at me. A cloud over that's your okay. head. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. Soft. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all remember? Soft. <laughs> It's all right, though, man. I'm glad you're it's here, cool, though. Man. You got active, man. Cool, That's man. nice, though. But again, we're here at Bridging the Gap Podcast. Um, as you see, we have a good time. Um, here we are, episode 22. Um, we are, you can tell if you're watching this internationally, we're from America. You know, we're from the U.S. Well, Virginia is where we reside, Virginia, Maryland. Um, but we are here in Dubai, our new home. Live and direct, as the OG says, from Dubai. Um, yeah, y'all know MTV back in the early 90s. Y'all know what it is. Yo, MTV raps, man. Yeah. That's that's that game. I got something for that, too, though. Well, I'm going to save it for later. I'm going to save it for later. But we we here building a, band, a brand, um, a basketball brand, a basketball academy, a basketball culture called Hoop Mountain Dubai. You can check it. You know, we got a little logo back there, a little shirt that we have. Um, 
You can check us out on Instagram at HoopMountainDXB, online at HoopMountain.ae. Um, and, you know, check us out. Tap in. Cool stuff. This is actually going to be um, a cool week coming ahead because we're going to have our Hoopstar shootout. Correct. Um, so yep. that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be fun. And as you guys know, about two, three episodes ago, we talked about how I got the best of, of coach with my team. You admitted it. We got footage. I got clips of everything. You know, my WSO team. So within these last two weeks or so, Coach and I have been riling up the troops on each side to get to get it going. I know he's coming. Let's get into that. You said bit. it. I know, I know. I said that you guys played well, but we didn't get a chance to really get WSO versus JPS because we time constraints. All I know we're is we're going to take guys, care of that this time. Yeah, we're going to get it done. We're going to take care of it. Don't us. worry about it. <laughs> we know where we're going. This is where the, the student teaches the whatever you want to call them a lesson. You know, but let's get into some stuff. Well, first, I got to make sure, you know, when this episode drops, um, you'll be, you know, you would have circled around the sun one more year. Um, let me give you your moment, because it's a blessing, especially in the light of COVID, the pandemic and everything. A lot of people, for one, haven't been able to, you know, keep jobs. You know, they've been losing family. They've been having to deal with things with themselves and, you know, they haven't made it this year. Right, right. right. And then sure. as, you know, as we are, as black men, you know, it's already just a battle anyway. Just first of all, let's 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 give you a, you know, a round of applause for that anyway, for making that. You know. Thank you. We're glad you're here. But how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. You know, as you mentioned that, you know, it's a blessing to make it this far. I know um, as this, you know, this episode drops, I'll be 48, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's. And still getting buckets. Yeah, listen, that is that's a feat. <laughs> that's that's something to be proud of for sure. Yeah. It's a lot of dudes that that ain't out there walking the same, right? <laughs> sure, yeah, not making it happen. You sure still out there get it done, demonstrating the stuff for the kids. Yeah, you know we always talk about how important it is for them to see. Right, right, and you can still get out there and do your thing. Yeah, and by the way, I made uh, fifteen in a row today. 15 in a row. Who Jump, jumpers in a row and the kids were like, who watch. Was, who was counting? Ethan? The kids. The kids <laughs> were, Ethan, am I lying? Yeah, I'm saying like 15 in a row and so the kids were like, Alex Tazi, one of your favorites, yeah. was like, yo, what's the most you ever made? I said 32 in a row. Uh -huh. And I just, I told him it was at a camp situation whatever, but, um, you know, the kids were asking me like, uh, how do you make all these shots? Why do you have, how do you have perfect form? I said, hours and hours and hours of practice, hours and hours of watching film of great shooters and things mm -hmm. like that. I said, this isn't something that happened overnight. Mm -hmm. I'm 47 years old. You know, it, it was over a matter of time. Yeah, no, that's real. That's dope, man. That's important. Your power of being able to see what it is you want to be or what you want to do. Yep. You're like, oh man, okay. I guess it is possible. Yep. Right. Well, you know, Happy birthday. Thank you. We are happy here for all the, you know, the headaches. It's worth it. You know, it's all love, man. We appreciate you. It's all love, man. It's all love. You looking at everybody else, but nobody else been in here 15 years with you. <laughs> they don't have no clue. Where's Jameson at? Yeah, Where's, Jameson all, at? Where's my boy Jameson? And, and Jameson got a mild-mannered king. He didn't get the same one that I had. <laughs> yeah, you might have been just a year out of hooping, too. <laughs> the contracts, but 
Uh, let's get into a little bit of this action here. Okay. Ethan got up there that Zion officially reveals a signature shoe. Please mm. give me a picture of that because I haven't seen one Jordan signature shoe for a, um, a player that looked good. Outside I, of Mello the early Mellows. Yeah, early Mellows. The early Mellows. Yeah, I, I tried the CP3. Mm-mm. I couldn't do it because I only tried it because I like CP3. Right. Rush joints look like they should be on a construction site. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of they got a lot of stuff with them. Um, mm-hmm. I see the Z in the shoe. I see the Z. Can I say something? Do your thing. Shout out to Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Um, listen. Uh, first of all, I'm not buying them anyway until they're a year. They going on out sale. of circulation. Tell, tell the truth, clearance, Nike outlet. But I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said a year out of town. I ain't listen, buying those. I'm sorry. Listen, those those don't look any different from an Adidas shoe. A brand black. <laughs> we can't be mad at Starberry and then we rocking this, right? Oh man, okay, yeah. but it's the first one though, so. Yeah, you know yeah. they put a few designs in the. Uh, I think he had a specific one. Yeah, I don't like it. I like Zion a lot. You see what's in the yeah. back of mine? That's yeah. something I'll I'll, I'll splurge on right there. And it's different I'll colors. I take out a loan for those, but I ain't taking out a loan for those. Right? <laughs> he lied. Like, yeah, you're right. But I'm just saying. But if I had, to. yeah, look, it's life or death situation. We go with the Kobe, the Bean. Um, it's it's right now. We talked about this before. It's so many. And so much offensive power in the league. And we we haven't been talking too much about NBA, like not in depth. And, and mainly because people hear it every day anyway on like first take and, right. and all of those different things. Right. Undisputed and all that popcorn stuff. And I'm really just worried about the playoffs. Right. Right. I mean, that's that's always really ever mattered in the NBA. Let's let's be let's be honest, because um, you know, in the last 20, 25 years or so, it's 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 not about your positioning in the playoffs. It's just about making sure you're in the playoffs and preparing for the first first round, you know, and that's that's what really matters. And so, you know, we we have a lot of guys, a lot of teams now that um, you know, make a lot of noise in the regular season. And then when the playoffs start, you don't hear yeah. you don't hear anything from them. Yeah, it's it's different battles. And I, I think too, that's why. I know why when people talk about your greatness as a player, it can't get solidified yep. until you've done something in the playoffs. Right. Right. Like all of that just matter because the stakes are higher. Right. The attention, that's what those times, pros are pros for a reason. Right. Right. You know, they say that there's that, ton, that, um, that term that they coined saying you can't turn it on and off. Right. Right. Technically, you can't. But there's there's a button that every pro turns on when it's time for the playoffs. Yep. Right. Every possession they're locked in, right? Every pass they locked in, every shot. They're sitting every the night before every playoff game is different than a regular season game. Right. I'm landing in Atlanta. You know, we play a late game tomorrow. I might step out. And the playoffs ain't doing that. Stay away from Magic City. Right? All of that. They they stand away. But in the playoffs, it's different. Everybody locked in in a different space. So, right. you know, everybody dropping 40s here and there. Yep. I know people want us to get on here and give Steph some praises. And, and we should. I, sure. I'll be honest with you. He, he's 
Steph is on a tear right now. But there's been numerous streaks before. We all know that. That's just how it goes. The main thing is we're all we're all watching because Steph is at a higher he has a higher bar than everyone else. Can he maintain this? Can he get them into the playoffs? And can they make a little noise in the playoffs? You know, and that's the thing. You know, so I know that they they've been decimated with injuries and things like that, but they still have a guy that was once unanimous MVP, another guy that was an all-star in Draymond Green, and they have another guy that was like um if I'm not mistaken, coach of the year. So they have so they have a good foundation in terms of being able to make things work and you know. And go out with a bang. Yeah, you know, I'm, we're not expecting the Golden State Warriors to make it to the finals. Nope. We're not we're not expecting them to make it to the West Coast uh, West Coast Finals, but we're expecting them to you know make it to the playoffs and and put a put a good show in and we you know and and finish up and then rest up for the, you know over the summer and when Clay comes back and they make a lot of noise next year. Yeah, see, I, I will give him credit because this mm-hmm. is the first time he's done this without Clay on the floor. Right. We just talked about Clay is Clay. Yep. Right. That's an all-star. That's a two-way guy. He's arguably the best two-way guy in the league. And he's been in that space for the last couple of years. So not having a presence like him on the court and you're still putting up these numbers, you got to respect it. Because of for course, sure. everybody is coming at it. But I'm a Kobe guy. I seen Kobe go on streaks. Right, MJ went on streaks. Yep. Harden went on streaks. Russ went on streaks. Wilt got the craziest streaks of them all. Yeah, let me let me talk about um, some of that real quick. You know, um, Wilt had sixty five straight games with thirty or more points, no three pointers. What? So think about that. You said six. Sixty five, man. No. Three pointers. 65, 30 straight. So everything he's getting is in the hole. Yeah. So whether you guys want to say that the league was less physical, more physical, what have you, he's bigger, stronger, whatever, he's in the hole. And if anybody who's ever played basketball knowing that in the hole is a little different. Yeah. A little different. So, you know, um, shout out to Steph Curry. Shout out to Steph Curry for what he's doing right now. Um, you know, and shout out to the guys who, you know, have, have blazed the trail before him. Yeah. And, and he's a legend, right? So I'm expecting that anyway from a right. guy as a legend. So I appreciate it. You know, it's greatness. So it's not every day we get to see something like right. that. So, so TJ Mazik, don't send me any more messages. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's up there in the lights of Kobe, MJ, all those great guys. Yep. Um, but... I, it is what it is. Rules are different. He shoots three balls. That's what he does. <laughs> and it is amazing for him to have, I think, in that streak, he got six games of 10-plus trade ball made. I know. It's <laughs> incredible. Uh, you still don't think he's the greatest shooter ever? Um, I, I, I've never You think it's that. debatable. That's what you said. I, I always said that he's the best shooter off the bounce in hi- NBA history. I'm always going to go with the best shooter in NBA history with uh, a tie between... Reggie Miller and Larry Bird. That's, I mean, that's just me. That's my personal preference. This isn't anything that's uh, substantiated by facts or anything. It's just my personal preference because those guys, whenever the, the, the moment was shining the most, when it was the loudest, when it was the most at stake, those guys 
drop bombs. And and they shot less threes. So, you know, it's a, it's a different game right now. That's all. No disrespect to anybody. It's just my preference. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give me that. Don't give me that. It's, it's tough. Because I, I will say, Steph does have clutch moments. Not I, I never said that. I'm just talking about... You said about, one of the moments of the biggest. And, yeah. and we're looking at it, it's like, how can you not say... Steph is the unanimous best shooter ever. I don't like off the bounce. He for sure shoots. He shoots better off the bounce than Larry Bird and Reggie Miller because he handles better than those two. I'm just saying, in terms of catch and shoot, when it's on the line, you fear those guys. Would uh, you don't fear? You don't fear Steph catching? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, but but I'm I'm saying if we talk about. I got Bird and Miller tied for first. And I got Steph right there. I mean, what are you talking about? But this is what I'm saying. I, and you got to, when you talk about catch and shoot, and it's just playing devil's advocate, Okay, right? okay, okay. So you would say Steph doesn't have an opportunity to get any catch and shoot. Like, And if we put in volume uh, the amount of shots that he get, he has to shoot those off the dribble because nobody's I mean, letting that, him but, get any catch and but shoot. But that's not true because Steph, Who's creating? Because Draymond Green is their point guard. But Draymond not a traditional point guard. He's not doing that off a of driving kick, right? Draymond is using his body to do some shielding and set some screens. He's doing a lot of shovels. He's doing right. a lot of those other. I mean, things. but when you but, coming off, uh, screens, but I'm not right? talking about right now. I'm talking about in, in in years past. We talk about Steph on one side, Clay on the other side, and Draymond's in the middle facilitating everything. Yeah, you can get a shot where it's just catch and shoot, and then we talk about. The other factor that was thrown in there, the tarantula, Durantula, Kevin Durant, that allows you to catch and shoot. So that don't, so don't well, forget about, don't dismiss that. He, I, I don't think he gets the volume, the same volume as, as far as catch and shoot goes, and especially because, especially in comparison to Reggie Miller, because Reggie's game was was more so off of that screen. He had to because yeah. he couldn't dribble. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to compare that. Because right, but 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 again, but in the same sense, Reggie Miller's only shooting half of the shots that he is because the the he is. because the game is different now. Yeah. I mean that's different. You know what I'm sure. saying? And so I mean it's just different. You know, yeah. it's just different. That's the greatest shooter. They're ever. they're all great, man. Steph's the greatest though. You think so? I, I I got to even though even if I don't want to admit it, like that's fine. I mean that yeah he yeah he got it. It's listen. It. I I, if, I don't think pick, that's an opinion. I think that's a fact. If you pick Steph as your greatest shooter ever, I would never argue against that. Yeah. But except for right now. But if I no 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 no, <laughs> I'm not arguing against. I'm picking my guy. Yeah. I'm I'm, picking, no no no. I know. I'm picking my two guys, Bird and Miller. That's it. Okay. So this is the thing, right? And then I got, you know. Every Hooper got their own personal top five, and then they got a top five that they know is really the top right, five. Right, right. Right. You got your top two or whatever, but you 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 know who the greatest is. You know somebody got to be the greatest. Well, I'm just thinking about, you like. pick one. When I'm thinking about, like, size and things like that. I'm just talking about the shot. Who is the one? Mm. Clay's Clay's up there too. Like, like you like you like Clay though. You I, like Clay, you know right? I love Clay. I yeah, love Clay yeah, yeah. for sure. Because he dog. not only he gets buckets, he straps up on the other end. So I mean, yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't need a lot of touches. He I mean, like listen, man. Like Clay is different. If you if you said if you say Coach King, you gotta take Steph Curry. I'm like, 
All right, let's roll. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's go, let's go. I mean, it's just it's just my personal preference. That's all. Yeah. You know, because I I like a guy like a um. Yo, what you gonna do with the bottle, man? I'm I'm gonna drink some water in a minute. You know what I'm saying? But you keep you keep talking to me about this stuff, whatever. Actually, I'm getting I'm getting parched right here. But Steph, Steph is a guy like, you know what I'm saying? He's gonna get buckets for sure. But if you were to tell me like. I got Clay or Reggie and those guys, whatever. I know that we don't have to run stuff for them or even Ray Allen for that matter, because the, you know, yeah, we man. can get their shot off a little bit, you know, more, but I mean, but listen, man, you can't go wrong with any of these guys. Mm. You can't go wrong. And you're and, trying to bait me right now. I, know. I was, that's, that's a fact. I was trying to get you. <laughs> I was trying to get you, but well, that's just to say, you know, it's it's nice because Joker's putting up his numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, Steph is putting up his numbers. Joel is still putting them up. I see Jaws silently killing. And, you know, I'm a big Jaws fan. For sure you are. Everybody all across the board is getting to it in their way. So it's going to be interesting to see. My right. guys are coming back soon. Who's your guy? You know, AD is on his way back. LeBron will be back shortly. Who's LeBron? Yes, Lord. Look, just everybody is just, you know, casually saying this. But we've seen LeBron come back in playoff mode before and nothing. Not lately. Not lately. Look, look, you that's your guy. So we know better. For sure. That's my guy. And then LaMelo is supposed to be coming back too. Mm. I think he just got cleared. So I I like that because it just shows he's tough. Yeah. Sure. You know what I'm I like that. I, li- I do like the fact that, you know, he's coming back from injury early and not sitting out, which he could easily do because a lot of guys do. And they said that, remember when they first came out that he was hurt, they said that he would be out possibly for the remainder of the season. We'll see. So that lets you know that he was like, nah. I want to play. Right? I want to play. Before, wanna- he, before he got hurt, he was they were fourth seed right now, the eighth. So you know that I want to I want to earn my money. I want to make sure we make the playoffs. Yeah. I want to keep the spot that we had before I was injured, and then you know, and then we go from there. And yeah. I respect that because there's so many guys now that make a lot of money, and they take an injury and say, you know what, I'm going to milk this. You like you like bringing that money here. It's the it's the truth. <laughs> Think about it. Right right now, no 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 no. Stop. This is for everybody in the in the America in the talk world. To your camera. I'm, yeah, I'm talking to you guys. That's your. <laughs> Somebody telling you right now, you're going to make $2 million, right? No matter what happens. After taxes, like 1.2. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's actually more than that. Yeah, yeah, it's, wait, like, it's like 48%. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But after taxes, whatever, you're going to make X amount of dollars, no matter what happens, because you're injured, right? Do you decide to go and play and risk it? You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. You know what I'm saying? Before, guys would go play when they were injured because there wasn't as much money guaranteed, and the money that was guaranteed—the money that was guaranteed—wasn't as high. So you were playing for not only money but also pride. So now, when you make a lot of money, it's easier to sit out in terms of pride because just like. I'm protecting my generational wealth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I respect that from Melo because like that's an old school way of thinking. Like, you know, my team was in fourth when I got injured. Now they're in eighth. 
So let me go in here now and give them everything I got to make sure we solidify our spot in the playoffs. I respect that. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a part of his pops. His pops is old school. You know what I'm saying? His pops has new ways of thinking, of course, because that's the what that's what got his kids into the position they're in now. Right. But he's old school as well. Yeah. I respect that, man. Come on, man. Like I, I I love that actually. And and when you think about it, like I said, Lavar always said the same thing. My boys are winners. Yes. Yes. Right. And so we talked about it episodes before. Being a part of a winning team, you understand what has to be done, what it means to get to a winning standpoint. Right. Yes. And when you're in Charlotte, they don't have a history of winning. I think what Paul Silas might have been the coach last well, time they went to the Well, you know, right? and, and Grandmama. Right. And 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 Lonzo. That's and Del Curry, the great Del Curry. Nobody on that's listening or has been on Instagram has seen one game of Muggsy, Del Curry, <laughs> Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning. And that's disrespectful. I bet you they have no idea that Alonzo Mourning played for the Hornets. Probably, you're, yeah, you're probably right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Like, just, just thinking about that, like, if I can find Alonzo Mourning jersey right now, like, that would be, from Hornets, that would be fire. But right. they have no clue of that. Like, we... Right. Really, from our generation, we talk about it, it's Charlotte Bobcats. Right. Gerald Wallace, you know, Steve, Steve Jack. And that's when, that's the last time they were in the playoffs. When yeah. Jackson was there, they had uh, Reverend Knight. Yeah. They felt like that time, the MJ era, right? So they don't have any winning, nothing going on. So for me, I'm looking at it, you know, this is my own perspective that, all right, the Mellows, like I'm going to be here at least two or three more years. We do have some pieces. I'm a winner, and we need something different. So I'm well, gonna keep pushing. I mean, he could be thinking long term. Think of like because I'm here, other people will come. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll come if if he's there. Inshallah. You know, <laughs> man, Lord knows. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's dope. Um, man. So just recently, they had a breakdown of the youngest players in NBA history to reach nine thousand career points. Okay. They go LeBron James. Not a bad player. Kevin Durant. Not a bad player. Carmelo Anthony. Not a bad player. Kobe Bryant. Not a bad player. Devin Booker. Not a bad player. Not bad at all, right? Not bad at all. But but D Book doesn't get the respect he deserves. Yeah, doesn't get the respect. When we talk about Ja, one of my favorite young guys, yeah. D Book is is right there. Right. Like I he just approach it different. Yep. Even off the court. Right. Do his own thing. He chilling. Like he like I'm writing my own. He said what like he riding his shoe every day. Be legendary. Yeah. His last name Kobe told him. Like he just he just approach it like Denzel and Equalizer. He's so professional. Right. <laughs> right. He's so pro. It's, it's professional. Every however you want it, he gonna give it to you. Right. You can. I mean, you could tell that he was gonna be that way because he was six man in Kentucky. And and that that was crazy when you think about how effective he was in that role. Right. How he adjusted to that, no problem. Did his thing. Right. And just knowing that when I get to, when I get here, it's gonna be different. Right. That's a high level IQ guy right there. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's more so of a guy that just appreciates where he is. Mm. And and it's like, you know what? I could be at 
any other university in the United States playing 40 minutes a night. Struggling, getting triple team. But I want to be here because I believe in Coach K. I mean, Coach, Coach C. I'm sorry, Coach Cal. I'm sorry. And I believe in this program. And I want to be here. Mm. And I'm still going to achieve my goals by staying here. And so let me stay here, refine my game, and I'm still going to be a professional. And playing competition. That's, that, that's just how it is. And so that's what he did, man. I mean, you know, even even guys who, like myself, I consider myself a basketball, um, you know, junkie. I could see that he could play, but nobody knew he was this nice. Yeah. But also going into his professional career, he had a work ethic. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's paying off now, you know. And so, you know, he's just, he's a special guy, man. I appreciate it, man. And so, yeah. you know, I always, I got to find mine. Here we I, go. I got to give it up. That's my guy. I got to show some love to it, you know. Um, but... That's going to be something dope to watch. I think the league is in good hands when it comes to just talent. There's a lot of young talent there. I think they're going to be, you know, good good hands. I got I got a few questions from the young bucks that follow us on Hoop Mountain Instagram and, and Bridging the Gap. Okay. And they asked us about um like the upcoming draft. <laughs> and I and I said, "Usually, I do pay attention, one, because I'm at home so I can watch more college and be right. in tune with things. Um, and I pay attention to what's coming. But as of late, I, I think because we get so many kids that come in and then after a while they're useless or they don't even get – they're not even in the league anymore. They're in G League. So I always say I'll wait until I see them as, you know, as pros. But my guys talked about – I think they said the top four picks – um, Mobley, I think his name Evan Mobley, coming out of USC. Okay, my boy said he's a he's a guy that can guard off five positions. Okay. A big man, he can guard off the pick and roll. He can score. Um, of course, you got Jalen Green, Jalen Suggs, and Cade Cunningham. Right, you know those are top four. And I heard you know Sharif Cooper. He's one of those young guard. That, remember you sent me the video? You didn't know who he was. You said no. a young guy that got some handle like Kyrie Irving out in Georgia. Oh, I didn't know. Remember you sent me that? Yeah. You told me that's Sharif Cooper. He okay. went to Auburn and things. So they asked me about I mean, it. I can't see it because Ethan is not keeping yeah. up with it's too slow. the dialogue. But yeah. I, w- I would say, like, I don't even pay. <laughs> and this is not going to be a podcast to where we try to pr- do too much of, of, of guessing without taking our time to really look at it. Because... There's a for me, I think Jalen Green would be the is a is a promising prospect, but that's because he's the one kid, him and another other pair that went to the G League instead of college. Right. right? And from what I've seen with him playing in the G League with pros who are fighting, I think he got the best best chance of really being um well useful. It 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 all depends on where you land. So that, much of that. That that I'm sorry. That's number one. Who are you apologizing to? I'm, I'm the microphone because <laughs> I hit the microphone. You know what I'm saying? I'm boom, boom. I'm giving you extra work when you, yeah. you know what I'm saying, do the editing or whatever. But I'm saying it, it depends on where you land because if you land, if you land somewhere that doesn't do a good job of taking care of young players, 
then you can do a disservice to yourself. For sure, you know man. So, For sure. Uh, it, it just depends where you land and, you know, who you are as a player. So um, there's a lot that goes involved in with this. But um, I honestly, know, I know you like K. You like big guards. I love big guards yeah. because the one thing you can do with big guards is that you can slow the game down and control the tempo. Because, the, you know, you can always magic Johnson somebody the ball. Yeah. Bring the ball up. It's it's just tough for me to to think about because of the league itself. Yeah, yeah I get college and all this other stuff, but you got to also be a certain level of dynamic athletically, right? If you haven't, if not, I'm talking more for an immediate impact. If not, you're gonna have to get to a place, an organization that's gonna work with you and develop you and get you through stuff. Because you think about Lamelo, right? Lamelo isn't one of the best as far as athleticism. But he spent four years, almost three years, playing against pros, getting beat, learning how to work like a pro and coming into a game with a pro mindset. So he's already been in a space to, and he's and he's a big guard of that too. But he's already in a space to where he's not approaching it like college. Like everything is a bit different. He's been broke, he's been broken in. Right, I mean, but, but that's the thing though. Like it just depends. You know who you are, like yo. You gonna put the water bottle down? I just, I just, I just you hold like, it like it's a cane or something. I just like, feel like holding it. I don't know why. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't, no, no turnovers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Coach Cheney. Um, this is what I'm saying. Like he's a big guard, though. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. He's a big guard that you know. No matter where he's been, he's the biggest guard that they've seen. Yeah, and so he knows he can he can slow it up, he can speed it up whenever he wants. We've seen that before, though. I mean, but not you on every level. Yeah, but tomorrow in pros, like yeah, pros, but, you see but, that, but but that's not, why I say it's tough for me. But I give him I give him credit because he was doing this at fifteen, yeah. sixteen. He I mean, was little though, but he, I didn't want to bring it back to the metal. This I, no, I'm saying, but his 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 journey was different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and you know the current guys that you know, our big guards and things like that, like they hold an advantage over the young, the, the smaller guys. Yeah. They just do. That's yeah. just bottom line. You just, it's a game of, of who's closest to the basket. That's just yeah. how it is. It's tough. It's tough. So I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm going to be watching these young prospects more so when it gets closer to summer league time. Yep. When they play against each other, what their workouts look like and, and more so in there when they're in that environment. Cause some people are also guarded by a system. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah because we talk, college. About, we talk about Jalen Suggs. Like, you know, everybody's texting me like, yo, Gonzaga ran into some thugs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Baylor was some thugs. You know right. what I'm saying? It was a different type of physicality. Mm-hmm. And we don't know. Jalen Suggs could be an elite player if he's got dogs with him. Yeah. We don't we don't know yeah. until you know it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take until the summer league like you said, and and eventually draft time, who you're getting drafted to major, and and then your coach. Mm. Bottom line, yeah, that's big. But you know we'll see. Here's here's what the topic list there. Um, youngest players, all that stuff is good. What's that? 30, 33 year old perspective. No, no, we're good. I, this is this is something that we talk about often. I want to move to okay. 
in best hoop cities, mm. right? So we, we you know everybody has their opinion on best basketball cities, what's the mecca of basketball, not right. the actual arena, but the, the location, the, the city, right. what what area is the hub and where it all is good. And I think that's something that changes right. generationally. Right. Right? So, like, for you, I know the basketball criteria for the best hoop cities is different for what I would consider, or what, what we even consider, because I don't even think that we do have a, a criteria for it, but... Let's put let's I'll let you break down the criteria as the OG. Okay. And just put it just plainly as basketball terms. This is the criteria for what would make you the best basketball city. And then we'll put together our top okay. five. I'm 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 gonna say for me Yeah, I put the yeah, you got you gotta put the joint out of bounds though, man. What man, the bottle the bottle you like, I mean, you like Bishop Don Juan, my, man. My God, why is it it's bothering you but nobody else? Oh, you know God. Ethan had the same thing, Abdullah hasn't said anything. Abdullah Abdullah, that's our that's our guy, collective um media. They hold us down. Abdullah is not worried about us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. See, he's he's the conductor. He's the maestro behind all of this, and he's not saying anything. But then Coach Ryan saying anything because it's bothering him. I don't understand why. But anyway, um, you know, we talk about the best cities for basketball. I'm I'm always looking at like the best high school and prep school programs, college programs. And pros coming oh, out of the area. Hold on, you gonna put college programs in there? Because college, because college programs don't necessarily have the local kids from there. Oh my god, that's what I'm asking. That's what I'm trying to get clarity. Because like University but, of Maryland is in DMV. I know, but but, but you want to talk about the University of Maryland? Who's the best player on the University of Maryland? Before it was Juan Dixon. No, no, for women's basketball. Women? I mean, we talking about men's and women's basketball. Awusu, she's from. Oh, are we talking about right City. now? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going by, I'm going by men's and women's basketball mm-hmm. in terms of AAU, high school, prep school, and college. And who do you have in the professional ranks? Okay, oh, let me. Maybe I got it wrong. Is it when you say college? Is it what that person from that area does at whatever college they go to? Or, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. I'm going by where, all of that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because some people, you may be from the DMV, right. which where we're from. And, and go to Texas like KD. And go to Texas like KD did mm-hmm. and do work. Right. And right, you right. only went to you went to Texas because you want something different. Gotcha. Gotcha. I thought you, you know were saying? saying like yeah, Memphis so, got to so, have Memphis University. No, 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 no. Because okay. some of the coaches are crazy. We're talking about Steph Curry and um, Seth Curry. They yeah. They should have been in Virginia Tech. Sorry. So, yeah, that's a fact. Though. That's you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I think that it, it goes from your grassroots, high school, college, and professional ranks in terms of who you have representing your area for basketball. Mm-hmm. And if I had to name an area. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because we, we talked about this before. So there's a bunch of other stuff that you said that I want you to bring up now, too. When you talked about what the runs were like in the summer. Okay. Right? Because you did bring that up too. Yes. That, that sets the city apart too. Correct. Right? What the runs are like in the summertime. Like those private ones. Like If I can ever finish. Okay. How long is you going to take? I'm saying, what you what do you need me to say? Yeah. You about to rank them already. All right. Okay. Finish up. I'm done. 
<laughs> about the runs in the summer. I'm I'm adding all that stuff. Okay. If I had to rank the areas right now, I'm going with the DMV. That's and when I let me explain this to everybody. That encompasses Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Northern Virginia, and Maryland. So it's a wide range of athletes that are competing in basketball. It's called the DMV. Coach, you know I got to step in. You know you know, Baltimore don't want to be a part of the DMV. They, they have and- to be in this situation, though. Yeah, because you know, you know, they want to stand alone, and they'll say, "Just yeah, pay yourself forty five minutes." But, but they want to stand alone in 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 terms of battling DC. But when it comes to rep- recognizing the DMV, they know that they got to stand, they got to stand stand firm with the DMV because like it's it's forty minutes away. Yeah, well, I'm just for everybody's out there that's from home. It was Coach King's decision to include Baltimore, part of D.C., Maryland, and, and Virginia, Northern Virginia. Not mine. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, that's cool. I got to. That's, I mean, that's, I, I, you, I, you got ties there. You I, know better. I, I, I got to be honest with you, just because we all know that if you take a team from Baltimore City, a team from D, the DMV, and the, D, the team from the DMV could be a mixture of kids from Prince George's County, mm-hmm. Montgomery County, mm-hmm. D.C., and Fairfax County, and Alexandria City, and Arlington City. We know that when you guys are pitted against other cities in the United States, you guys stand together. Always. So so why not represent together? That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a basketball mecca. And it covers a lot of square mileage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's probably overshadowing New York City. Yeah. Northern New Jersey. Southern New Jersey. Philadelphia. The Hampton Roads area. Chicago. Chicago. Detroit. St. Cecilia. Shout out to St. Cecilia. Um, L.A. Yeah. Oh. Houston. Mm-hmm. Oakland, yeah, Dallas, Fort Worth, yeah. You know, we're talking about those areas. Like, it's just it, it's hard to put in a place who is actually the best. But when you talk about like just annually, who has the most best basketball players, men and women. It's the, I'm going to the DMV. I'm yeah. just be honest with you. If we talk about women's basketball currently. Mm-hmm. Um, AZ Fudd, mm-hmm. St. John's High School basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about Uusu. Mm-hmm. Was that Paul the Six? Um, we talk about Coach Keisha mm-hmm. at Bishop Ironton. Yeah, Tierra Ruffin Pratt. Tierra Ruffin Pratt. Let me bow down to her. Yeah. It's a it's a bunch of Marissa. it's a lot of them. Marissa Coleman's. I think Nikki Teasley is from the. DMV. It's a lot. Um, the head coach at Duke. Yes, yes, Kara Lawson. Kara Lawson. Um, the goat. So there's a lot. You know what I mean. So my thing is that we're talking about Baltimore, D.C., Montgomery County, Prince George's County, Northern Virginia, which is. Fairfax County, which is one of the largest counties in the nation, 
Arlington City, mm-hmm. Alexandria City. Mm-hmm. We're educating people right now. Yeah, you're going into it. It's there's a lot of ball players there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I think that they, they need their respect. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm there. So after that, right, where are you going? DMV got one. Mm, after that, I'm I've been agreeing to that. After that, I'm probably going with the late, we we're talking about the latest trend of athletes. I'm probably heading towards L.A. Uh, all right, I'm with you there. I didn't know you. Was, I didn't know you was going. Oh yes, sir. I'm with you, you right there. You talking about the mellow, the fellow, right there? Yeah, you know there's a lot of them. And you talk about that summer bump. Yeah, that Drew League action. You know, and I know Venice Beach still get off too. Like it's a it's a you, lot. Going you don't on. have to say any more than Drew League. Right. It's still popping. You know they got a documentary on that, right? Oh no, I didn't. I yeah, didn't I saw it. I think Baron Davis helped put it together too. And it's, I saw it on uh, Amazon. B. Diddy? B. Diddy. B. Diddy the, before the Jerry Curl or after the Jerry Curl? And, he might have been in between. Oh, my man. <laughs> that, B. Diddy, you know we love you, man. We yeah. just got to come at you like that. That's that was awesome. a wild one. But they had, Drew Lee got his own um, like documentary out that, that breaks that down. But yeah. I'm with you with L.A. at number two. Yeah. That's for sure. L.A. Got a, got a lot going on. And that summertime bump is heavy. And there's a lot of trainers in both of those areas, too, that let you know that, man, there's some more we can get to on top of that. For sure. So we got DMV. Yeah, Baron Davis got. <laughs> he trying to get. <laughs> let's, 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 let's focus in. Ethan, let's, let's focus in on Ooh, this. We did it. We got you, baby. Yeah, that, that curl is crazy. That Andre <laughs> Miller we talked about. <laughs> no, nah, man. But, but no, um, but no, seriously. That, L.A.? L.A., for sure. Yeah, L.A. And then number three. Mm. Mm. It gets a little sketchy there just because with COVID and everything, things have changed a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really know who I would pick um, in terms of the last year or two. But before before COVID, I'd probably say I got to give love to that, that Texas area. You the first. It's the first time I've seen anybody say that. Though. Man, listen, so you got to talk to me about that one. Texas is big, though. He, yeah. It's huge, man. Yeah. Like if if anybody's ever traveled through Houston in terms in and, and traveled through Texas in terms of driving in a car, it's a day long experience. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta give an area in Texas because Texas yeah. is like its own country. When we talk about Austin, mm-hmm. Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, Fort Worth, Corpus Christi. Like it could be a two day experience, mm. you know what I'm saying? And you think about that. There's a lot of athletes that hoop, that play football. There's athletes in general in Texas, and so therefore, you know, they're gonna have a lot of players. Yeah. So you're saying what is it like the Dallas Fort Worth area or the Houston? Ties? I'm gonna say the Dallas Fort Worth area and the Houston area. Yeah. It's it's a lot of players. Okay. You okay. know. Let me know. Okay, so number number four. There's one that I'm waiting for you to I'm waiting to hear to see if you throw out. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm just okay. trying to see if you're gonna bring it. Um if I had to go number four, I'm probably gonna say that Miami Orlando area. Oh, okay. I'm I'm just I'm just be honest because okay. you you're putting me on. I told you this is why we the, the one thing is like and I know the, you putting in not just like 
my 20 years of experience, but you're 15 before then, including all that. That's yeah. encompassing of more than just- Shout out to Huey Futch. Mm-hmm. I'm just going by just athletes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the one thing is we all know the South has a lot of athletes. We know that. You know what I'm saying? Football, basketball, you know, volleyball, lacrosse, and just that's how it is. Um, and a, a lot of those players, you know, get into- Division one, Division two, II, Division three, um, college athletics, and they go on from there. And you know, because they're the South, they don't get the love that they they probably should get. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and so that's just the way it is. But I gotta give love to them. I mean, that Miami Orlando area, there's a lot of players come out of there, man. Mm. A lot. I mean, seriously. Mm. So, are you got to run out your top five? Ooh, who's my five? Um, I'm. Pr- I I gotta go to Midwest, Chicago. Okay. I I mean, I just have. I was to. waiting to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago, Chicago for sure. You know what I'm saying? Mac Irvin, Fire. You know, you you guys always got the best athletes for sure. But Chicago and Illinois itself, you know. And shout out to Milwaukee because it's only an hour and away. Hour and a half away. Shout out to Chaz. There's a, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, what's my guy from the Golden State Warriors? Um, the big guy. He's from Looney. 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 Yeah. I got to give him love because Chaz would kill me if I didn't. You know, there's a lot of players right there um, in that area. But, you know, you know, of course, you know, outside, can we see honorable mentions? No, no, no. no. I mean, I might, say- let me do my list first. Okay, go ahead. I'm sticking with the DMV. Okay. I'm sticking with LA. Okay. And I'm sticking with Chicago. Okay. Now, what I don't know is how valid this Miami, Orlando, Dallas, 4-4, Houston um, energy is. But I still got to give love to the tri-state area. What's the tri-state area? So what I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of that Philly, Jersey, New York. Stuff right there. Okay, the reason I the reason I asked you what the tri-state area was because for some people the tri-state area is New York, Delaware, Connecticut, Connecticut, yeah, and and um, uh, Jersey, Jersey. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going I'm going with Philly. I'm putting Philly there. You're going you're going yeah. you're going to go Philly, Delaware, and Jersey, right? For the tri for your tri-state area. Well, I'm just gonna I go just, here. I'm gonna go Philly and New York. Okay, and then two separate ones. Those two separate spaces. Okay. I'm going to put Philly in New York. Like, Philly and then New York has its own okay. space. The only reason I ask you is because, you know, some people get mixed up in the yeah. tri-state areas. Yeah. And then you think about, like, um, in the last couple of years, Philly hasn't had the name brand players that it has in the past. And that's the only reason I didn't mention them. Well, if we're talking about collectively, right? Because, you know, Morris Twin just won a chip. No, 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 no. You talking about about coming out right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't pay as much attention here, but I know Philly still got a heavy feel on the game, and I'm putting Philly over in Miami, in Orlando for sure. We got to put up day five versus that five. I'm going Philly for sure. I agree with the rest, but I gotta. I might gotta do my Googles. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we gotta do it's, our it's Googles. It's your opinion, so my opinion. It. It's a we'll podcast, see. man. It's, yeah. it's it's nobody's professional 
opinion. We're not putting any money on this. It's our opinion. Yeah. That's, Look, that's, he loved to bring that up, too. I'm telling you, don't if don't ever say coaches play one-on-one. Yeah, make sure y'all come ready for all that. What, what does that mean? Yeah, just make sure you come ready. That's all I'm going to say. Because, you know, he a, he a whole different guy. One-on-one? All right. Put $10 on it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Dang, I'm, I'm as cheap as $10. <laughs> I didn't want to put no real numbers. They I'm might, saying, but that's they what might, you just did. You put start. $10 on some people thinking, like, oh, I can challenge they, Coach King for $10. No, they might think you Barkley with the <laughs> <laughs> Everybody will get that joke. But, look, but the interesting part about that, and more the reason why I put DMV, LA, Chicago, Philly, New York, has a lot to do with those runs. Even growing up, you always know that if you go to any those five places, you're gonna be able to bump somewhere outside right. people. So I wanted to ask you about what was different from between then and now. Cause you got to play while you were still a pro in the early two thousands and then you got to watch that nineties and bump and everything else. You got to see the transitions from city to city and then right. in the grassroots level period about how the summer ball change. Right. Well, I mean, the summer ball change, like, guys don't play outside now at all. You know, you think about it, even when um, the great Kobe, AI, and those guys were playing, when they made an appearance outside, it was a spectacle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that don't happen anymore. Yeah. You know, um, now it's everything personalized or NBA sanctioned, so to speak, you know, and that's why I mentioned Orlando, Miami, because there's always a bump in Orlando in the summer, mm-hmm. and it's it's called the NBA Summer League. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, so I always put them in there because if you want to try to get on to an NBA roster and you don't have a name, go play there. You don't put it on Vegas too, then? Yeah, but I'm saying, but Vegas is we know Vegas is like the creme de la creme. But people don't. But everybody doesn't know about Orlando. Yeah, that's a that's a it's it's a whole different animal mm-hmm. because you think of Vegas, you think of bright lights, you think about stars. Yeah, but Orlando, you're like, mm, you really? Hustle, you know what I'm saying? So you so really you don't know about it because Orlando happens before before Vegas, and so um, the the summer bump has changed so much in that you know you think about even Philly for example, you had the Sunny Hill League. Yeah, you know, things aren't just, they're not as talked about as they were before. They're not as publicized. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta. You think about, talk about Detroit, St. Cecilia, St. Cecilia. It's not as, it's not as talked about as it was before. You talk about Chicago. It's not as talked about as before. You know, you could play in those leagues, but it's, it's just not the same. But you, but then you took, you go to LA Mm-hmm. The Drew League, yeah, it's publicized. You gotta put into, you gotta paint the picture for. You just casually mentioned Sunny Hill League, right? right okay, right? okay, okay. Because you got okay. we're bridging the gap, right? Right. I know because my OG, right? Yeah, and okay. all, you know um, what I'm saying? So, I, Mr. I, Roland, yeah. I know that between Villanova. Temple, all that. You guys are okay. You guys, okay, you know what I'm saying. So you gotta break that down. If you're in the, if you're playing. Sunny Hill League in the in Philadelphia area. It's it's the top teams from South Jersey, Philadelphia, Delaware, and Maryland. 
That's just that's just how it is. You're in that league. And then there's also other other teams that are, you know, if you're if you're playing it in Pittsburgh or um, you're playing in Rutgers or something like that. You're playing in the Sunny Hill League if you're from that area. And it was it was a um, a league where it wasn't so much, you know, hoopla. It was just let's get in here, let's get some work in, let's get to it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You go back to your schools, whether it be Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, NAIA, JUCO. At the end of the summer, and you put in some work. Mm-hmm. That's what it was for. And your coach knew. And your it was, coach it was knew. Trusted. Your coach knew, and your coach trusted it. Your co- and your coach sent a representative or themselves sat there and watched you play in the summer. Mm-hmm. And so it's it was. Different. It was different. You know what I'm saying? The Sunny Hill League, I will say, was different because it wasn't so much. Um, you're just on your own. You're just playing for it. No, 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 no. You wouldn't be on a team with somebody that was on your current college team. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was on WDAS. Right. And, you know, you played against other players from other schools. The big five. Temple, Villanova, mm-hmm. St. Joe's, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. LaSalle. You know, Drexel is not in the, in the big five, but it was in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the way it was. And so, it was. So for you, you went to Temple. So your teammates might have been from. LaSalle, whatever, but you couldn't have no temple. Correct. The team. So Correct. You, got, you guys are just mixing up and five dogs and y'all just That's five dogs. Then just yeah. go. You just go. And it wasn't about, um, you know, you got write-ups in the paper and things like that, whatever, the local paper, but it was more about your progression to help your team, mm-hmm. your school team, the next school year. Is that the league you said being pulled up to? Kobe. No, 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 no. When I I talked about Kobe was when uh, it's a pickup game in McGonagall Hall. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah, man. But those those moments are are dope. Like we see pictures of just the other day. You sent me a picture of MJ at a at a, uh, at a summer league, right? Hooping, right. So when I hear about the Sunny Hill League, you know, you talking about leagues in Detroit, leagues in Chicago. Those things are different. I, I see my guys at home trying to put those things together and galvanize, galvanize those things. But what's important to make those happen is the pros. Right. Right? Like a lot of those pros got to come back and play and mix in with those college guys so there can be some competitiveness and there can be something that's continuing to grow. Not NBA pros necessarily. It but can be overseas. It can be yeah. any, it can be anybody. It can be a journeyman in the NBA. Just somebody who gets paid to play mm-hmm. the game, you know, allowed to come back and play mm-hmm. and give them somewhere consistent to play that's safe and constructive each week and they will come. Yeah, word, word. That's something that I would love to see again. Yeah. You know, I mean, in a place like Dubai, right? We're trying to create that, right? You know, our young guys and and, and our young ladies gonna be listening to us, and they gonna have no clue, <laughs> like what? What is right. it even like to have in the summertime when it's just like a pickup game, but you got fifty, sixty, seventy people sitting around a hot gym, right? Just watching you guys play. Right. You can smell the hot dogs from the hot dog stand. Right, right, right. Sure. <laughs> you know, kids running around acting crazy, but it's some of the best bump ever. Yep. That NBA lockout in 2011, we got to see that. 
Yep. Kobe went to go play here. KD went to go shut down Rucker. Harden went here. Everybody went to these different places, but that was the essence of the game. We want to see that happen again. You know, that's everything comes full circle. Right. Right? Like your bell bottom jeans is gonna come back. Right. Like, you know, I know how that's gonna gonna happen. You know, I got pictures and stuff. <laughs> All those things gonna come back. So hopefully it comes back to that essence, man. You know, we had a bunch of other stuff to get to. But, you know, you wanted to tell me I wasn't a young OG for the first 20 minutes. No, I just yeah. asked you a question. I mean, yeah. it wasn't, I was I'm, not telling you. You're, you're ridiculous. Young. I just asked you a question. That's a, assassination of character, right? We got a couple of other ones to get there to. There he but, is, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. but we got to. Um, back. I'm back in the full effect. And if you guys are here with us, thank you. It's not so. Because, man, last week was, it was a good episode, though. You got into your storytelling bag. You know, a little reading rainbow. <laughs> readers for leaders. Look, what was what was my name? He was on reading reading rainbow. He was on Star Trek too. The black guy, Levar. Levar. Yeah, yeah, Levar. Something. Levar Burton. The Levar Burton. That you come knew. <laughs> you knew. On, yeah, I know my. Uh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I knew too. I knew too. Reading rainbow. That's crazy. But you guys know. Um, before we wrap up any episode, it's always the same. We give you a, a post game wrap up. Um, you know, that's the that's the basketball player in this. The end of the game in the locker room, win, lose, or draw. You know, coach is giving you something to, to walk away with. So, coach, I'm gonna pass the rock to you. Let you okay. rock us out. Um, I I, I would say this particular time. Um, you know. And for some people, this may seem a little crazy, but I mean, I want to be honest with this. This is how I feel. It's my personal thought on things. Uh-oh. Um, oh, here we go. Um, you know, lead with your heart and not always with your mind. You know, because we all know that when you start to lead things with your mind, you start to overthink things sometimes and you you start to get into what could go wrong, what could go right, and things like that, and you don't make a decision. But when you lead with your heart, that's how you feel ultimately, emotionally, and you make a decision. And the thing is, you're gonna make mistakes in life, and that's what life is about, making mistakes and learning from those mistakes and moving on. And if you make a mistake with your heart, stand by that, you know, and, and you go forward, and you know that that's how you felt at the time, whether right or wrong. That's how you felt and you go with it. And, and that's how I try to live my life right now because I've made a lot of mistakes. I'm going to make a lot more mistakes. Um, and But knowing that I'm going with my heart over my mind all the time knows that I'm a human being mm. and I'm going by that Cash. I also, I wish I had my pen and paper so that I can write down the date and time and those exact words that you use so that I can hold you to it. You know, talking about overthinker, you know, coaching break down those lists. So I hope, I hope you taking <laughs> that in. I hope you leading with your heart these next couple of years here. But no, that's, that there is very valuable um, game right there to pass to somebody. Um, from right now, I'm I'm in a space where 
as a young OG. <laughs> I'm kidding. But your struggle may turn into somebody else's motivation. Because as we say in basketball, we train, we don't reinvent the wheel, right? Whatever you've gone through or going to go through, in some sort of way, somebody has felt that same emotion. The action may be different, but the emotion that they're feeling at that moment, they felt that before. They'll be looking for somewhere, something to give them that extra push. And your struggle may be what they need to motivate them because you pushed through it and you learned and you got through. And now you are an example of how they can keep going and turn their life around or create something new for themselves. So everybody's struggle can be somebody else's motivation. So keep pushing. But you guys know how this rocks. We here. Yes, Lord. Bridging the Gap, episode 22. Man, we got toys now, too. (laughs) Hoop Mountain Dubai. Check us out. Hoop Mountain DXB on Instagram. HoopMountain.ae online. We're around for all your training needs, your basketball talk, basketball apparel coming soon, basketball everything coming soon. So you guys check in, stay tuned, and watch. Um, And I've missed out on this a couple times, but keep it going, keep it simple, keep it real.